Yo, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Career Pack Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this pod, and on this podcast, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. Uh, For those of you who are new, welcome. I talk about all things self-love, self-acceptance, what it's like being a creator who's South Asian, and I take anything that I've learned throughout my days, throughout my weeks, throughout my months, throughout my years, and I try to conform it. That's not even the right word. I try to condense it into bite-sized, easily digestible pieces of statements and words and concepts that hopefully y'all can digest. And today I haven't done a reading episode in a while considering my run and gun type of episodes over the past two and a half weeks. So I'm going to do that today. I'm reading the same book that I feel like I do a lot of these reading episodes on. It's the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. So I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit. I don't want y'all to think or do anything. Just chill, listen to these words, hopefully get something away from it. And then we'll get out of here. Literally four or five minutes of reading, take something away, and then I'll give my like closing thoughts on it, on what I learned personally, which honestly, I just want to highlight one line once I'm done reading the entirety of this passage, but I'm just going to start. No more words. Okay, here we go. What are your core values? I've never fully enumerated them, but a few examples. Honesty is a core, core, core value. By honesty, I mean I want to be able to be just me. I never want to be in an environment or around people where I have to watch what I say. If I disconnect from what I'm thinking or what I'm saying, it creates multiple threads in my mind. I'm no longer in the moment. Now I have to be future planning or past regretting every time I talk to somebody. Anyone around whom I can't be fully honest, I don't want to be around. Okay, really quick on this part. Sorry, I know anytime I read something, I just have thoughts on it. I'm going to share it. I kind of agree with this, but I also don't agree with it because... Being honest is good, right? And being yourself and wanting to be yourself around all people is a great thing to be mindful of. However, depending around, depending on the type of person and people and the group that you're on, that you're around, reading the room is so important. So when he says that, now I have to be future planning or past regretting every time I talk to somebody, anyone around whom I can't be fully honest, I don't want to be around. Like, you can have people in your life that are important people that can't be of value to you, even if you, like, at all times aren't honest with them. Like, it's just good to be acquaintances or it's good to, like, them to know of you and you to know of them because you never know what it can lead to in the future. But what I do agree with on this, like, on that statement is if it's someone who's, like, close to you and if you're trying to get people in your group of friends or you want to build more close friends in your life, that's very very good core value to have is like honesty at all freaking times and if they can't handle the most honest pure and authentic version of you then definitely you don't want to be in their life and you don't want them to be in your life all right i'm gonna keep going before you can lie to another you must lie to yourself another example of a foundational value i don't believe in any short-term thinking or dealing if i'm doing business with somebody and they think in a short-term manner with somebody else then i don't want to do business with them anymore all benefits in life come from compound interest whether in money, relationships, love, health, activities, or habits. I only want to be around people I know I'm going to be around for the rest of my life. I only want to work on things I know have a long-term payout. Another one is I only believe in peer relationships. I don't believe in hierarchical relationships at all. I don't want to be above anybody. I don't want to be below anybody. If I can't treat someone like a peer, and if they can't treat me like a peer, I don't want to interact with them. 
another. I don't believe in anger anymore. Anger was good when I was young and full of testosterone. But now, I like the Buddha saying, anger is a hot coal you hold in your hand while waiting to throw it at somebody. I don't want to be angry, and I don't want to be around angry people. I just cut them out of my life. I'm not judging them. I went through a lot of anger too. They have to work through it on their own. Go be angry at someone else, somewhere else. I, I don't know if these are necessarily full, or I don't know if these necessarily fall into the classical definition of values, but it's a set of things I won't compromise on, and I live my entire life by. I think everybody has values. Much of finding great relationships, great co-workers, great lovers, wives, husbands, is finding other people where your values line up. If your values line up, the little things don't matter. Generally, if I find people who are fighting or quarreling about something, it's because their values don't line up. If their values are lined up, the little things wouldn't matter. Meeting my wife was a great test because I really wanted to be with her. And she wasn't so sure at the beginning, but in the end, we ended up together because she saw my values. I am lucky I had developed them by that point. If I hadn't, I wouldn't have gotten her. I wouldn't have deserved her. As investor Charlie Munger says, to find a worthy mate, be worthy of a worthy mate. My wife is an incredibly lovely, family-oriented person, and so am I. That was one of the foundational values that brought us together. The moment you have a child, it's this really weird thing, but it answers the meaning of life, purpose of life question. All of a sudden, the most important thing in the universe moves from being in your body into the child's body. That changes you. Your values inherently become a lot less selfish. You've called your and you know, so this book, by the way, like Naval's answering all these questions and someone is like asking them, asking him these questions and he's answering. So here was one of the questions that he was asked. You've called your philosophy, rational Buddhism. How does it differ from traditional Buddhism? What type of exploration did you go through? The rational part means I have to reconcile with science and evolution. I have to reject all the pieces I can't verify for myself. For example, is meditation good for you? Yes. Is clearing your mind a good thing? Yes. Is there a base layer of awareness below your monkey mind? Yes. All these things are verified for myself. Some beliefs from Buddhism I believe and follow because, again, I verified or reasoned with thought experiments myself. What I will not accept is things like there's a past life you're paying for, or there's a past life you're paying off the karma for. I haven't seen it. I just don't remember any past lives. I don't have any memory. I just do not have to believe that. When people say your third chakra is opening, I don't know. That's just fancy nomenclature i don't know what that word is but i'm not even going to try to say it i have not been able to verify or confirm any of that on my own if i can't verify on, if i can't verify it on my own or i cannot get there through science then it may be true it may be false but it's not falsifiable so i cannot view it as a fundamental truth on the other side i do know evolution is true i do know we are evolved as survival and replication machines i do know we have an ego so we set up off the ground and worms don't eat us and we actually take action. Rational Buddhism to me means understanding the internal work Buddhism espouses to make yourself happier, better off, more present, and in control of your emotions. Being a better human being. I don't subscribe to anything fanciful because it was written down in a book. I don't think I can levitate. I don't think meditation will give me superpowers and those kinds of things. Try everything. Test it for yourself. Be skeptical. Keep what's useful and discard what's not. I would say my philosophy falls onto this. On one pole is evolution as a binding principle because it explains so much about humans. On the other is Buddhism, which is the oldest, most time-tested spiritual philosophy regarding the internal state of each of us. I think those are absolutely recon uh, 
reconcilable. Reconcile, bro. I can't talk today. My God, I actually want to write a blog post at some point about how you can map the tenets of Buddhism, especially the non-fanciful ones, directly into a virtual reality simulation. Everyone starts out innocent. Everyone is corrupted. Wisdom is the discarding of vices and the return to virtue by way of knowledge. And then the dude asks him, how do you define wisdom? And he says, understanding the long-term consequences of your actions. And man, I really like that last part. To how do we define wisdom? What I thought about when I thought about wisdom for the longest time is just understanding things from those who have like gone through those experiences and done things before I have, who have failed, who have succeeded, talking to them, asking questions and taking it in, whether this is from, you know, it'd be a family friend, your own parents, uh, things you see online, going to conferences, TED Talks, networking with people, all the stuff that you learn from others who have experienced the thing that you're in right now. And when you can classify those things or those experiences into like statements that are easily digestible to other people, I consider those things as being wise and that's what wisdom is but i think he summed it down very very well understanding the long-term consequences of your actions so the things that i'm doing right now the decisions that i make today how are they going to impact my life five years from now ten years from now and there on out and i think it's a very sound objective definition of wisdom of course to each their own but wisdom what it boils down to is your the way you, the way you, uh, what is it called? Take in information, I think, from others and craft it into your own concepts, your own processes behind your life and how you think your life should be lived. So if you come across people that give you the compliment, well, one of my favorite compliments that I always get is, wow, you're like, you're really wise beyond your years. And anytime I hear that, it feels good because having someone else older tell you that based on your characteristics the way you carry yourself how you operate for them to be like hey you act wise beyond your ears or whatnot i just appreciate that so i think that's how i would define wisdom is just taking in things from those who have done it before me have 10 times 100 times the knowledge that i do and taking all those thoughts and experiences and crafting them into my own belief systems and how i see the world so everyone has their own wisdom within them. It just depends on how you like curate it and craft it into your life. And I guess share it with others as well. So, all right. I hope that bit of reading that I did gave some sort of insight or some sort of value on wisdom, values, like honesty, uh, short-term thinking versus long-term thinking, the type of people that we want to be around. And especially me like doing things that I want to do which is obviously podcasting video making filmmaking those types of things that require a very long-term mindset and a long-term vision for anything because things take a very long time to develop and all it takes is that one chance that one opportunity that one thing to go right for a career in that field to really start to prosper so it takes a really long time. And I feel like I talk about this a lot, but surrounding yourself with those who aren't thinking in the short term and worried about the long term, 
that's the only motivation we need to keep that person in our life. So I hope y'all enjoyed this as much as I did because I'm getting a bunch of vitamin D right now sitting outside of my yard, getting this sun blasted into my eye, did a bunch of schoolwork, and now I'm going to go inside, start chopping up this YouTube video from New York City that I want to make. It'll probably be a quick one, maybe like a couple minutes, if that, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you did, share with a friend, follow me on socials at the Career Pack Podcast, and leave me a four or five star review. I would appreciate that a ton. Like I always say, take care, tell someone that you love them, and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely, genuinely deserve it. Much love, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.